Iraq, El Jefe, Mr. Glass Half Full, The Revival. What's about that theme song? Get your blood going. Peace and blessings. Yeah. It is your boy, Eli Rax, a.k.a. Vibes. And welcome to New York Revival, where it's not just sports, it's entertainment. And I'm here with my brothers, Mr. Glass Half Full. And you know, that's Spee if you nasty now. <laughs> Let's go. And I'm here with my brother, LFA, a.k.a. White Jersey, a.k.a. Blue Jersey, a.k.a. Damn it, Daniel. And welcome, man, to the revivalist that is in the chat. Get in there. Hit that thumbs up. Subscribe. Share. And share with it on Twitter, man. Retweet. Put you in this nice little bundle contest. Maybe we give a shirt away, some stickers. We're going to put some, you know, some crazy out for y'all. You know what I mean? And we got some surprises stuff at the end for you guys, too. And we got a special guest in the building. And we'll just get to that a in show. a second. Things are what happening. Things are Dude. happening. It's <laughs> happening today, man. Some big news. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to dissect it. But let's go around the room because we didn't do it last week. We were in the rush. We were just trying to do our thing. Let's go around the room. Spree, how was your week? How was your weekend? Yo, What's going on? I had, I had My wife was, was, a, was a saint, and she took the kids out to the mound house. Oh. Um, so I had the whole house to myself. For the first time, all I golfed weekend? twice all weekend, dude. It was absolutely. Can you have her thank talk to my you, wife, honey. please? I, 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 listen, <laughs> it doesn't happen often, but when I, 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 I soaked it all up. That doesn't I, happen I, ever. I party with the boys yeah. on Friday, you know, chilled out all day on the, on the couch. And then my, my, my buddy on Saturday is like, hey, you want to golf? I say no 100, 100 times to this guy. I was like, you know what? I'm free. Why not? You why, know, the it just not? why the hell not? So golf Sunday morning. Ah. Oh. Uh, no, when you could just come home things. and just sit on the couch and oh, do nothing when you get back. That's what Damn. dreams are made of. It's Damn you, Spiro. By the way, know, you know, this is, as, as me and Hefe okay. would say, this is rich guy speed right here. You know, this the is... house in the mountains. <laughs> this is what he does to us you all know the what? time. Eli, I guess <laughs> this is what happens when you have multiple properties. You could send I, your family you could, to one house I am, or another. I, 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 <laughs> do this all the time, but he does all this. He does all this. I have good friends and family. My wife took the kids to the mountain house, so I had <laughs> so much free time. Yeah, you know, on the yachts, oh, nothing man. crazy. You know, also the yacht down in the Poconos. The palm <laughs> isn't taking reservations. So. In the Poconos. I hate you guys. I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week, brother? I'm not going to top that. So just no. skip, just skip me. Skip on by. Yeah, I was. You know what I was all week, and I was the number one dad. So I had a full. Hey, on dad let's go. In case you didn't let's know. Go. There it goes. So, guys, listen, man, we're going to get to the show, man. And, of course, like I said, man, hit that thumbs up. But let's get right to it, man. We got Giants Insider. Chris himself is here in the building. Yeah, and we're going to talk go. about it. But round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause. <laughs> Chris, thank you so much for being on the show. We do appreciate your time. How's everything, brother? Thank you for stopping by. How you been? Yo, my man, my man, my man. First of all, stand out in the house with my man. E. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. So right yes, away. Baby. Look, you two, other guys, you two other guys look like you're really good dudes. But, man, my boy E's from Stan Allen, so he's yeah. my favorite right off it. the bat. I get right it. off the bat. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, sir. Sir. We stick together Mr. out here. We stick together out here. That's what yeah, we do. Exactly, right? man. I got your back. You know the way that shit works. Vice versa. You already know. Mr. Glass. I see Mr. Glass half falls like the Gordon Gecko of the show. 14 houses on a mountain. <laughs> 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 that, you know? 
Which guy? <laughs> Which guy? Oh, so I, got, I got one house over here, you know, 100 and, and this guy's got houses in mountains and stuff. I could hardly afford one house. You know what? I'm married awesome wife. Let's just say that. <laughs> but I was serious about having her reach out to my wife and just play. Yes, hey, hey, hey. Like, you hey, play your cards Jeff right. could probably use a weekend. <laughs> I love you, babe. We're good. <laughs> we can't be, don't we all? Don't we all need a so, weekend, no. brother? Guys, let's dive right into it, man. We got some news coming out of the Giants, man. Saquon Barkley and his contract. Of course, everybody heard that clip, and we'll play it later. But we got Chris here to ask, you know, or answer, try to answer some of these questions, the fact that he's inside that locker room. But, Speed, man, let's let's have at it, man. What question you got for well, Chris here in the chat? Get in there, and we'll put something up for you as well. Yeah, okay. So, listen, let's get straight into it because, you know, Saquon came out with the interview. A lot of things came out. A lot of emotions are running high right now, Chris. Um, so what we kind of want to know, and the thing that got me the little, a little bit, a little thorn in my side, was Saquon was saying how the rumors of what he's been offered kind of weren't valid. You know, he, he threw some cold water on it, kind of said, uh, you know, don't believe everything you hear, kind of deal. So talk to us about it. Were there offers out there? Were they legitimate? And 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 what what have you heard from that standpoint, Chris? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, look, I thought Saquon handled himself well, but he was sending a message, as we know. You can mm-hmm. look, fellas. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. And I'm gonna tell you the facts. Um, during the bye week, which was November, right last year, yeah. mm-hmm. Saquon was offered 13, not 12 and a half, not 12, not 12. All the bullshit numbers flying around. He was off at 13. It's a good deal. They turned it down. Saquon side was looking for like around 17. Okay. Um, he, you know, I know Saquon talked a lot about he doesn't want to, you know, he wanted to set the market and all that, but he was looking for McCaffrey type number. He was. There's no question about it. Why not? So, sure. so he so, wanted right. a dollar I mean, less than look, market. Reason. You gotta remember something, right, fellas? This was before free agency, before the run back market went like this. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. Nobody expected look, even me, right? When I, I can't believe the way the running back market has dipped oh, from the beginning of free agency in the draft. I mean, look at look look at Miles Sanders. He gets what six million a year. Dav, yeah. Dalvin Wild. Cook, who's Dalvin Cook, who's a top three back in this league, guys, mm-hmm. just gets released. He's been elite. It's wild. He's, he has so, a thousand unf- yards and a helmet. Right. So unfortunately for Saquon, he became a free agent at the wrong time. Okay. Where the market is so low that he he's not you know he wasn't going to get that 16, 17 he was looking for. So of course the next step for Joe was the franchise tag him at ten. We all know that. Now we all know Saquon's not happy. He wasn't happy since the moment he was franchised, right? No question about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So he comes on the other day and he says, "Well, don't believe all the numbers." Well, he kind of was meant that there's some numbers floating around about guaranteed money stuff. Okay, yeah. I don't know that about the guaranteed money stuff. Notice Saquon didn't mention, you know, oh, well, you know, they never offered me 13. Don't believe that number. No, he never mentioned that. He mentioned about yeah, certain money specifics. and all that stuff. Like right. that. He, guys, I can tell you this for a fact. He was offered 13. You know, but mm. This is the way okay. it works. So now I'm going to tell you. How many big, years? Chris, how many years? Uh, three. Okay. Three. Okay. okay. Three years. Okay. Guys, I'm going to tell you the biggest problem in these negotiations. And I've mentioned this on Twitter. This is not, you know, news breaking. His agent. Mm. his agent's in his ear and what his agent is doing is saying hey you're the face of this franchise and she's right yeah she's right i'm not gonna you know hey this offense runs through you well she's it did right 
By necessity, yes. Right? (laughs) Now, we'll get into some other crap that's going around about how Daniel really can't produce without Saquon. Uh, I think we've seen last year that he could when he he has to, right? Okay, so. So the agent's like, no, hey, they're disrespecting you. Saquon, look what they're doing. They're they're offering you. uh, You should be getting 16. McCaffrey, the whole deal. You're the face. This one's through you. They can't win games without you. Blah, 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 blah. Right? And Saquon, it's not like he's died, but he's being guided by his agent. I put something out the other day on Twitter, fellas. I said, look, there comes a time, but sometimes something isn't working, right? And you got to change agents or, or. You got to take a little more charge of what's going on. Uh-huh. Some uh-huh. guys, I've been around these professional athletes for a while. Sometimes they forget, hey, the agent works for you. Right. So if you want to step in and go, oh, calm this shit down. We're going to go to this number. Don't, you know, yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. 100%. So, and I can tell you this, guys. Are we at that? What, where are we at that level yet? Or are we like halfway there? What are you, what are you sensing well, from him? I, I, Look, the number came off the table. Right. Shane sat down with Barkley after the bye week. I mean, during the bye week with this offer. And he said, Saquon, listen, we're not quite sure this number's going to be there in the offseason. Mm. Just to let you know. Because, right. you, you know, you got to allocate money here, here, here. You know, there's all kinds of free agency happens, all that stuff. They turned it down, and that was Saquon's choice, right? And, yeah. and all defense of Saquon... Who the hell knew the market was going to drop that much? Yeah, it's it's true. It's true, <laughs> right? It, I mean, even it, would would, he, would a good agent know that, or is that just a too good hard agent, to predict? A good agent knows the market. I'll give you another mm. example. She misread the market, no question about it. Drew Rosenhaus, we all know Drew, right? Big baseball Absolutely. agent. He represents everyone. 100 years old Everybody. for 40 million. The Mets, you know, the Yankees are jumping on guys uh-huh. 50 years old. Oh, yeah, give him 40 million. Yeah, whatever the hell. We don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, okay. right. right. You, see that's work- you see how that's working out for the Mets, right? Okay. Great. For Rosenhaus. <laughs> so now I could tell you another fact, fellas. During the bye week, Joe Sheen approaches Julian. They offered him $7 million a year. For three, four years, three years, three years. Right. Drew Rosenhaus turns around and goes, Oh, no, 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 we want 10. And Joe Shane went, Oh, yeah, okay, we'll get back to you. Click. Okay. <laughs> so you want to talk about another agent that misread the market? Yeah. Julian Love. Now, Julian Love winds up, right? He's not getting that money. He gets the offer from Seattle. They turn around, call Joe back up. Joe, we got this, you know, three years, six million per. What do you get? Six million per, right? Three years, whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. Roughly, right? Yep. Um, yep. And Joe Shane goes, sorry, fellas. You know, the money's shifted Price around spent, now. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so what I'm saying, guys, you got to be very careful with your agent. These agents are good, don't get me wrong, but they misread markets. Yeah. That's what happened here with Saquon. Now, he comes out the other day, Saquon, and he's basically saying, and he's right. Look, other offenses don't need running backs as much as this offense does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what he was saying the other day. Correct. So basically, what he was saying to Joe Shane was, Joe, okay, don't go by this team or that team. You guys need right. me, and that's why I'm asking for this money. Okay? So we'll see. Now, Ian Rapp. He's playing his card. Ian Rapp. playing his card. Right. <laughs> Ian Rappaport, who we all know is a very good mm-hmm. insider, he kind of put something out today about, hey, the Giants mm. are coming close to that number again. Right. Now, I didn't hear that yet. I don't know. I didn't hear that yet. All somebody did tell me about was that, yeah, they'll come up a little bit more to Giants, but he's not getting 
Saquon came back down, guys. He's not the 16, okay. 17. He's off of that. Okay. Okay, good, good. Now, the last time somebody said something to me, was like, he's down around 14. Okay. So now we're going to see if so, they come back up a little bit, the Giants, or they work it out guaranteed money-wise, whatever it might be. But I can tell you this. I'm going to tell you this, guys. There is no tension between Saquon, John Mara, Joe Shane, and Brian Dable. None. Good. That's good. Zero. Good. They good. know it's a business. Dable, look, I know Brian Dable pretty good, guys. Okay. Is he as cool as we think he is? He's absolutely the best. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, yes. <laughs> he's absolutely the best. Okay. Good. He's a down to earth guy and he's been around this league a while. He's nobody's taking it personal. Okay. This is like right. Mike Colleone, you know, it's business. Right. Okay. <laughs> of course. Yes. But what happens is, guys, that, you know, a lot of times these things do become personal and the yeah. player can't stand the management. The management's all just playing. But no, all I could say is that it's safe to say that they wish Saquon had a different agent. Okay. Mm. But, mm. but, he doesn't, do. so they're gonna have to make it work. But look, I don't think so. I know Saquon. Look, Chris, I don't let me say this anyway. Saquon is gonna hold out come July if they don't come to an agreement. Okay, I think now I think he will sign that franchise and I think he good. will be there. I don't think there's any way he misses any part of the season or anything like that. Go ahead, that's I'm awesome. Here. No, don't worry, I, I'm glad you, you finished that. But what, what do you think can close the gap at this point? Besides, you know, number-wise, et cetera, where's the disconnect? How can they close that gap to get a deal done this way he doesn't have to play on a franchise tag if that's the case? I think they're going to have to work it out guaranteed money-wise or if Joe comes up around that 12-and-a-half, 13 mark. Mm. Wow. Okay. I yeah. think personally, E, personally, mm-hmm. E, mm-hmm. I think that 12, 12-and-a-half 12 number or maybe even thir- top out of 13 is the key number. I think if they Oof. do do that – now, Rappaport, like I said a little while ago, reporting that they're coming up to that original offer, which was 13. Mm-hmm, I don't know mm-hmm. if that's true. I didn't hear that yet, but hopefully I do in the next, you know, in the near future, okay? Um, cool. So I think they'll get it done. Look, the feeling in the building is that it's still going to get done. Right. Okay. It's still going to get done. That's what I like to hear. But these things, look, these things could be very a pain. They could become a pain in the ass, and we're seeing that. But they love Saquon. Mara loves him like a son. I'm telling you, Dable loves him. They, everybody wants Saquon. Saquon is, guys, I can tell you this being around Saquon for five years. You know, some guys that come across as really nice on the camera. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I love everybody. Right. You know, and they're all full of shit. You know what I mean? Bullshit. Right. They're, they're full of shit. Okay. There's some guys, I'm not going to mention names over the years. They're like, you think they're, oh, this guy. And, he, and they're all about me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. like that with Saquon. Saquon's the oh. type of dude that you have a daughter and she's like, I'm going to. Ma- Go ahead. <laughs> so it's the disease of me that Lombardi is trying to push down everybody's throat. Yeah. Like it, it, Saquon is stand-up dude, right? Like it sounds like absolutely. It. But okay. listen, All right. we were talking about this before we went on the air, right? Yeah. Um, but what mm-hmm. happens sometimes? So Daniel gets his contract, right? And that's Saquon and Daniel like this. They're like they're boys. Right. They're boys. They're they're like best friends on this team. Um. And then Dex gets his money, right? And then what happens is, guys, sometimes, and I've seen it with athletes. I've seen it. You know, I'm not knocking them, but the sometimes the ego and the pride comes into the mix. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, when Saquon, friends. when Saquon sees Dex get his money, then his agent's in his ear, and Saquon's like, oh, what the, what, what, mm-hmm. you know, like, hey. Oh, I can understand the quarterback, but now you're getting the DT. And what about yeah. me, man? I'm the face of this damn, fr- you know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. That comes into mm-hmm. play. That comes into play. Don't you know? Listen, these guys. It's a lot of ego too. I'm not saying he's an ego maniac and he like, but sometimes that pride seeps into you, man. You're like, oh, whoa, Dex just got his 20, you know, something. And yeah, why, why not me? You know what I mean? Like, guys, I'm the face of it. You know, why not me? So, listen, the bottom line, I think it will work out in the future. Bottom line, you're going to see Saquon against Dallas. You know, I had a little doubts the last week. Oh, man, it not, but you know, the more I think about it, I think you will see Saquon against, you okay. know, suit up and we'll just have to let it play out. I like that. Appreciate I like that, that man. Jeff, hey, you, got uh, Hefe, you got anything, man? Yeah. So you see the trend around the NFL. Dalvin Cook just getting straight up released is crazy. Like such a talented dude. Um, do you think the Giants, obviously Saquon is a different kind of human. He's a different kind of athlete. What he means to the Giants, the way they run their offense. Like, you know, we don't have a, a high passing attack with, Jefferson uh, flying around on the outside. You know, we don't have these elite receivers, so we do lean on Saquon a lot. Are the Giants crazy for going against the trend and maybe even common sense to give their running back a long-term deal? Or is Saquon that different where it does make sense for this Giants team right now? Are they crazy if they give Saquon a long-term deal? Yeah. No. No, I don't think they're crazy for that. Because, guys, listen, Hefe, you know – a team, say, say the Chiefs get eliminated in the playoffs, and the next Super Bowl winner ran the ball 35 times in the Super Bowl, and they led the team, they led the league in rushing, and they won the Super Bowl. And then all of a sudden, the league will shift again. Oh, you want to run back? It's real important. We got to get back. Right. You don't know what yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing with Saquon is he does so much, right? He's he's the third, yeah. right? He's the third that stirs the He's the straw that stirs the drink, right? I knew what you meant. Every, everything. <laughs> now, that's not to say they can't win with that Saquon. Um, no, towards the end of last year, the Giants went with a lot of 11 personnel. Daniel, you know, these guys, Dable and Kafka, they're not tomatoes in that. And yeah, they look at an opponent and see what, the, what, what do we, what don't they do well? We're going to attack yeah. that. We started the Vikings twice. Yes. What was the game? Mm-hmm. The game plan was Daniel. You're going to throw it all over the damn ball. Throw the damn ball all over. Yep. <laughs> yep. Right. And that included yep. Patrick Peterson was getting lit up by Isaiah Hodge. I remember, right? Right. So, <laughs> yep. oh, he put Peterson on skates a couple times right. in that game. So, yep. but Saquon does so much, right? He does so much for the offense. So, no, do I think it's crazy? Absolutely not. Now, listen, <laughs> if they turn around and give him fifteen million a year, yeah, well, in today's the- market. <laughs> This is this is my fear, and I'm glad Daniel Jones came back. Like we're all supporters of Daniel Jones and fans of him on this show. We want the best for him and the Giants. If he does well, the Giants do well. But that negotiation didn't exactly go perfectly for the Giants. Like it's, I think it's pretty clear the Giants probably paid more than anyone else would have paid, but they wanted their guy and they got him. So now, if you're in a situation where you just paid Daniel Jones more than anyone else would have, and now you're probably about to pay Saquon as much or more than anyone else. Like, it's not exactly the best trend to be on. Well, also paying Dex top-level money, too. Right, he got top-level. Andrew Thomas is obviously going to get top-level. Like, those are very important positions, but the league doesn't think the running back is anymore, at least right now. Obviously, Saquon is different. But, like, I imagine an offense where Saquon is Saquon, and then you have a passing attack, and then it's like, well, who do you cover? You can't Mm -hmm. double anybody. If you got Waller running around, if Hyatt comes into his own, you got that top level speed, then it's like, holy shit, you have a balanced offense. And I think yeah, that's absolutely. obviously the plan for this year. You see the offense looking a lot different this year? Well, you don't really see too much, but I tell you who's going to make a big difference is Paris Campbell from that slot. 
I can tell you that right now. And guys, I can tell you this right now. I'm sure you heard me on Twitter and maybe if you listen to the podcast, Darren Wallet is, man, he is going to be the X Factor. Oh, yeah. I mean, what this dude, I mean, I got to be honest with you, man. And, you know, we all knew Darren was a big kid, right? We know he's a big dude. But, you know, I've seen guys who listen to 6'3", 6'4", and they're not 6'4". You know, they're 6'1". Right. You know what I mean? All, you know, <laughs> I, the playbook's so lying. The first day, <laughs> the first time I stood next to Darren, I'm like looking like this. I'm like, holy shit, this dude is big. <laughs> he's a monster. And that same presser, I asked Daniel about Darren, and Darren goes, he's one of those guys that's actually a legit, like a lot of guys are legit uh, listed yeah. 6'6", six, six, but he's actually a legit 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> so guys, you know, listen, what they're going to do with him, you know, Kafka and Dable, I actually spoke with Mike Kafka the other day. We're walking out of the building, right? I'll give you a quick story. And I said, oh, Mike, Mike, you know, and he come, I said, Mike, you got to be salivating over this. Oh, my over God. Because don't forget, you know, <laughs> don't forget Mike was over there in Kansas City with Kelsey. You know, he was a yep, quarterback yes. coach, but he obviously was around one of the best ever do it in Reed, mm-hmm. the enemy, the whole deal, right? With Kelsey, the way they used it. So I was like, yo, Mike, I said, you got to be salivating over this. Ball. I said, I can't believe how this kid, this guy on the field, how big it is. Oh. And Kafka went like this. He looked at me and goes, just wait, Chris. Wait. He went like oh, that. I yeah. said, okay. No said oh. I walked away. Oh. You know, so these guys, you know, Dable and Kafka at nighttime, they're in the bathroom on tissue. X, Y, Z, Z. And they're drawing up plays. Guys, it's going to be entertaining because this guy, Wallet, when health, if he stays healthy, is going to be huge. Now, how he's even going to be even bigger when Saquon is back there. When you have to, mm. you know, you have to account for Saquon. And guys, I'm going to tell you something else too. I brought this up last week, a couple weeks ago. What Saquon does in the zone read game too for Daniel is off the charts. Yep. When Saquon's 100%. in the backfield, those RPOs and those zone reads are another level. You respect you every re- single. You phase. have yep. to respect yep. that. Yeah. Right, you have to respect that. You can't look if you got a rookie back there or Brightwell, whatever it might be. You know, two inside backers are gonna be like, yeah, okay, whatever. You yeah, know what right, I mean? Right. <laughs> but, when, but, but when Saquon is in the backfield, you know, Daniel with his legs, you know, and those that's another thing. So yeah, look, you're right. You sign you know, Saquon, I have no problem with it. He's that much of a difference maker. And now what he's gonna do for Darren, what he's gonna do for Hodgins and Slayton and uh, by the way, guys, Darius Slayton is playing off the charts at his OTAs. I, I see like, it in the practice right reports mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. He's off the charts mm-hmm. at his OTAs. Uh, another tough. thing I'm going to tell you guys quickly, uh, you know, we'll keep talking, but another thing, guys, the deep ball is going to be there this season. Yeah. You're going to see a yes. lot of verticals. You're going to see a lot of over routes. You're going to see Daniel going. You're going to tack him down the field a lot. I'm just telling you right now. Because yeah. so, you know what? I've been around his OTAs a while, right? And they run yeah. around the shorts. You know, everybody's, oh, it's shorts. Right? But you could get a feel of what they're yes. thinking. And I don't know if you guys last were with- year it was short, right? It was shorter last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys were with me last summer, if you were following or if you guys listened oh, yeah. to the podcast. First thing I said in training camp last year, I was like, and I was telling everybody, all the followers, I was telling, I was like, watch this red zone office shit. They've totally mm-hmm. changed the red zone on the Kafka. And they, like, guys, they were finishing the top 10 in red zone. They did legit. Yep. legit I'm going to tell you this early now from being there, it's going to be a real way more vertical attack this year. That's awesome because they were actually very good in touchdown percentage in the red zone. They just needed to mm-hmm. get there more often, score more. I want to ask you this, Chris. Um, Yo, now, now with, with Wandell coming back and Paris added to the mix, mm-hmm. will we see a, a little bit more motion in this offense, do you, you think? Um, with, with, and they're not gadget players per se, but they're guys that can get on the move and do get out of the backfield a little bit more too as receivers. Yeah. You see that being incorporated more into the offense as opposed to last year? 
I think you will. I think you'll see even more creativity as far as Jets, you know, those yes. things like that. Because, you know, Paris Campbell's a big Jet sweep guy. He's a mm -hmm. big Jet sweep guy. You saw it in him in Indy, you know. Right. Um, and now you know Wandell could do that once he comes back. Um, so you're going to see, you know, you know what, Gla uh, Mr. Glass, half full there? You're just going to see more creativity. Yes. You see what mm -hmm. they do in Kansas City? You don't know what the hell they're going to hit you with next, right? Uh -huh. yep. You're going to see that more with Kafka. Because, listen, it's a heavy influence. No matter what Kafka says, he's he was heavily influenced by what he did and what they what he saw in Kansas City. Under I Andy sure Lee. hope he is. That's and then you got the Brian right Dable factor, what he did up in Buffalo. And you saw, guys, you saw the results last year. There wasn't a lot of talent on that field. True. But they were scoring at the end of the year to get 31 against the Vikes in the playoffs. The, the, the red zone was a top 10 red zone. Under Garrett, the red zone offense was horrific. Yes. Was horrific. <laughs> yeah. So the yeah. Giants did two great things last year that makes you win games. What's that? One, you score in the red zone. Two, you keep the te your whole team to field goals when they're in the red zone. That's what we mm -hmm. did too, man. So mm -hmm. really, Another thing that was just such a, a great sight to see was we were able to sustain drives. Like, at, especially like at, at big moments where like you put together a five, six, seven, eight minute drive, give your defense a rest. For how long do we just see the defense being competitive, but then just getting gassed in the fourth quarter? Yeah. And the offense actually put together some decent drives, a lot of dinking and dunking. But like you said, it's gonna, the vertical the vertical game's going to open up now, so it's going to be a lot more fun. Yeah. So let, let me uh, get Let me let me say this because I see how excited everyone is about this offense. But let's do the other side of the coin a little bit, man, and let's just read into the future. And let's just say Saquon doesn't sign that, and he sits out for the year. How will that offense look then without a Saquon Barkley? In your opinion, what do you think it will look like? Well, obviously, you know, linebackers, safeties up in the box, stuff like mm. that is going to change, right? Until a kid like Eric Gray could prove himself or, you know, Matt Breed is coming and gives him his limited snaps and could hurt you or like that. So it's it's obviously going to change, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, defenses will adjust to that. Um, so – I don't. Don't worry. I'm not even thinking about that problem right now. <laughs> um, right. You know what I mean? Scary picture. You know, Scary but picture. it's possible. E, look, look. Yeah. It's it's yeah. possible. I don't think it's so, but it, you know, it's possible. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing that I want you guys to feel good. I think you do feel good about this. I think Giant fans feel good about this. That no matter what adjustments have to be made, Kafka and Dable will do it. Kafka yeah. and Dable will do it. Now, will the office look a little different? Of course. You know, when Saquon's out, you know, the, if Saquon's out, yeah, they're going to have to do different things, you know. But Kafka and Dable will adjust to what they have to do. They, These guys, especially Dable, they put these guys in position to succeed mm -hmm. for what they could do well. That's the key. Yeah. And you say, well, Chris, doesn't every NFL coach do that? No, no they don't. They don't. <laughs> we've, okay. we've had a lot of coaches recently. We've had, that I think we just had a couple of coordinators before Dable, right, before Kafka, that didn't mm -hmm. know what the hell to do. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, I agree. Let's you know, uh, run so it up the gut again. Yep. Yeah, right. You know, uh, you know, they're in the red zone, and, and you got guys at Gala, they sit on the sideline, you know, whatever, personnel-wise, everything. You know, it's insanity. But I agree. that's what you have. That's what you – that's trusting those two guys, how they will adjust during the course of a game. You know, um, that's the key, man, because these guys put these guys, coaches put these players in positions to succeed. And that's yep. key, you know, especially you saw that in red zone last year. And that's the key, man. Now you got a guy like Walla, man, which they haven't had probably since Jeremy Shockey on this team. You know, a guy nice. that can really, wow. a guy that can get wow. no seams, 
you know, a guy that could run those, he could run seven routes. He could run those deep sidelines, man. You're going to see something that, look, we all know he's got a resume. We saw him with the Raiders, right? We know what he could do. Right. You know, if he stays healthy, you know, and now you got offensive minds like Kafka and Dave on. Who knows what you're going to see out of him, man. Chris, I always watch Darren Waller like from a distance, like, you know, have him in fantasy. You obviously know what kind of talent he is. How is he as a blocker? Like, can the dude actually block if he has to? He could block a little bit. I think he's getting a little bit of a bad knock here. El Jefe about, you know, oh, he, he, look, is his main job going to be inline blocking? No, of course not. We know that, right? Daniel Schwarzenegger Bellinger is going to do a lot of that, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um. Well, I can't wait to see him. I'm going to break his shots. I can't believe how big he got. He's so jacked up. Yeah. Anyway, um, um, <laughs> look, Walla, he but if you look at Walla's past film, he he can block a little bit if he has to. Now, is he the best? Is he a at real least for good a second blocker? or two, right? Yeah. Is he a real good block? Is he a Gronkowski? No, no, no he's not. But he could block. Let's not act like he's just paper tissue in there and guys are just going to block. No, I've seen him block with the Raiders. But that's not his main mm. gig, right? His main gig. He's gonna he'll be in he'll be in the slot, he'll be in the Y, he'll be in the X. He's gonna be all over the he place. He didn't get paid know? to block. Yeah. He's not getting right. He's not so, getting right. paid to be an but inline blocker. I, but, I, I can't wait me. for some oh sorry. I can't wait for some 12 personnel, man. Like him and Belger on the field mm-hmm. at the same time. Just you don't know what's that. gonna come at you at that point. They're gonna forget about Belger. Yeah, man. Yeah. Listen, I, I, Belger's gonna have a field day. I feel like he's gonna be the forgotten man over there, and he's gonna sneak a couple. You start bombs feeding Bellinger a few times, then they have to pay attention to him, and then you're you're screwed. As a you know, what, you know, one guy they really like for matchups problems is Lawrence Cajun. Athletic, okay, so right? He's still hey, super athletic, dude. You you have him making a team here. You, you, so you think it's a tight end three? I, I tell you, man. You know, um, he's gonna have a shot because they like the way he matches up against defenses. They they feel mm. he's a matchup problem. You know, you saw a little flash of that last year. Remember, you saw a little flash yeah. of that. Absolutely. Could run three tight ends. Three tight ends out there. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, you know. These guys have different packages, and it's going to be if everybody stays healthy. Look, it all depends on the offensive line, uh, you know, of For course. Sure. But these guys stay healthy, man. There's a lot of weapons. They have weapons this year, which is something we really haven't had. You know, it's uh, true. Yes, because just Paris Campbell, man, dude, fellas, this dude can burn. He can run. <laughs> he can run. Is and he – because, uh, like, Slayton was the wheels last year. Mm-hmm. Does he just – like, with the eye test, does he seem faster than Slayton? I would say it's about even. Okay. How about high? you know what? There's some burst, and I'm just getting used to Paris up close now. I haven't seen – I've right. only seen him, like, four or five – three, four times, you know. And obviously, in training camp, I see him every day in the season. Yeah. But he has some bursts where I say he's faster than Darius. Wow. Short speed wow. to versus long speed kind of right. Thing, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you give him a, you give him you give him like a hundred yard dash or eighty yard dash, seventy yard dash. Darius probably smokes, probably beats him at mm-hmm. the end. But those bursts, I kind of like Paris quicker. He like gets he gets zero to hundred fast. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you know, he, he could run like he, he you'll give him those big routes and stuff like you know, and he'll burn, boom, boom, you know, he'll burst. But Darius is a good, you know, vertical nine route guy, you know what I mean? Uh, As we all know. Now, let me say this. Uh, you've been watching, you know, OTAs, et cetera, and this is everyone's – he's the fan favorite, this guy. How Sterling <laughs> Shepard look? Does he has that burst and that speed as we once saw last season before his injury? Does he look like he's coming along pretty well right now as far as Sterling Shepard? Well, he, he only has been running on the side, so I can't – Okay. I, I don't right. really know yet. But Sterling came out today and says he expects to be ready um, for the season. And I'm not going to put a pass Sterling because I tell you what, guys – Last year, I thought he had no chance of being ready for the start of the season. 
So we go to training camp, you know, and here we are beginning of August. And I see Sterling cutting, running, gases on his side. <clears throat> and I never forget, you know, I walk by him. And I know, I know Shep pretty well. He's really, you know, Shep's just a great guy. And yeah. I walk by him. I go, yo, Shep, you know, and he looks over. I go, you good for September? <laughs> like, la- like half laughing. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me, he goes, you know, I'm going to be good for September. And I said, <laughs> and guys, I don't know if you remember me last summer. I was putting this on Twitter. like, Guys, I'm telling you, you're going to see Chef for the beginning of the season. I can just tell him, wait. And now he comes out today and he's like, oh, I fully expect to be ready for the beginning of the season. And Ugh. I'm not putting it past him because he he mm. works his butt off, man. Um, so I tell you what, if he's, is he out there for Dallas September 10th? I'm not putting it past him. I mean, he had that Ooh. play in week one that was such a huge play, that long touchdown, yeah. Shep, that opened yeah. up the game. Oh, yeah. give, us a, give us a surprise name that you got making out because the wide receiver room is going to be crazy. There's it, it, a bunch of names in there. Who's that surprise name that makes the team that nobody really has a, on, on their radar right now as, as making it from the receiver position? Yes. Um, I think a lot of people thought he might have been just a guy that's going to just be in there and he's a veteran, but he's there. He's going to fill a roster spot and not really make the team is Jamison Crowder. Mm-hmm. Spiros, Spiros, say it. <laughs> I was, I was, um, I was, trying, I was Spiros, like, say it, say his name. Oh, I, I just, <laughs> you know, I made you happy. Yeah, yeah, I, I just want, I think, so Richie James was a dependable catcher for for Daniel Jones. I feel like Jameson Crowder could be that guy, and he got the punt returning uh, duties that he could do too. There's, there's not, I, I feel like everybody's sleeping on this guy. But he was signed for a reason. He's a vet. He's he's done he's it, smart. man. He's done it for years. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a crazy route runner. You know, he's a right. from the slot. He's a crafty route runner from the slot. He knows how to get open. He only played a lot four games this year. He got hurt. Right. right. I, think he, I think he, you know, he messed up his ankle. Whatever was up in Buffalo. Yeah. He was um, effective in this league for a while, though. He was a really yeah. good receiver, you know, for a while. And, and he's got a lot of juice in those legs. I like the way he's running around. He had a good day today. Um, he's been catching. You know, I know it's seven on sevens and all that, but he's been productive on seven on sevens. Daniel's been finding him. I think he's a guy that I gotta be honest with you. Uh, dude, you know, when they first signed him, I was like, ah, Jameson, you know, right? Is he a rod? You know, competition, all that crap. And then, you know, you start watching him now, and you say to yourself, well, I can see Jameson, no question, helping this team, man. You know, helping this team. That leads me to that leads me to the next question. I feel like we have a lot of guys that are on the same talent level or or similar range in the wide receiver room. Who's like we can't keep eleven wide receivers? Who's who's not going to make this team, or who's not going to be there in, in the beginning? Like, there's yeah. got to be a surprise cut in here somewhere. Well, they're going to make. I hate to say it, guys, but the surprise cut could be Shepard. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to show. We all said that too. He's gonna, we all look, said that. Look, um, just give him a whistle. It's possible. He's going to have to. Yeah, he's going to be true. battling. Put it that way, because when they brought Crowder in. You know, and obviously you got Campbell, you got Slate, you got Isaiah. You know, you got Mondale four fives, in. you got four set guys, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. now, you, now you're gonna have guys battling for those two spots, three spots. Usually you keep six, you know, whatever it is. Right. Around, you know, usually you keep six, seven, whatever. You know, you activate. So, uh, uh, you know, Chef's gonna have to fight. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they give him a wide receiver coaching, like like some kind of spot on the staff almost immediately. If well, if he does it, if it comes down to that. Um, I'm sure Shepard will explore to see if anybody's interested. Yeah. If nobody yeah, is so. interested, 
he'll be back with the Giants. And that's how much yeah. they think of him. I think so, too. That's how much they wow. think of him. You know, but we'll see. You know, we'll see. Look, look, a guy like Colin Johnson's back this year. You know, yes. You know, a guy that was having this, this room is so crowded, man. Yeah, right. Yeah. A guy that was having a great camp this year until he, you know, until he gets hurt. And now he's running around this year and he, and he you know he's a big body, six. We were excited about him. You know, he was six three. I was putting out there last year. He's the best receiver in camp last year until he got hurt. Right. Right. Um, you know, yeah. so you got this guy in the mix, you know. I remember last year we were saying fun. he yeah. is who we wished Kenny Galladay would be, or something like the way he was like running around, like the effort was there, the bit the size was there. It's like Kenny Galladay's casually jogging on the side. Hefe, he was way better than Kenny Galladay in camp last year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Daniel was Daniel was connected with him left and right. For three percent as much. And just a quick, um, thing, just guys, just a quick thing on Daniel, man. I, I know it's seven on sevens, shorts, and all that shit, dude. I, I put it out there. I noticed a little difference in Daniel, mm. and what I mean is, it's positive. He seems to be walking around. I love the way he's approaching everything. He seems to be uh. oozing confidence. Mm. What do you mean, Chris? Is it, well, you know what? He, this is the first year, right, guys? When he goes into this team, and he doesn't really have to prove he's got his money. The jo- he proved it to Dable and Shane because I can tell you this: they were giving him about four or five games last year. Oh, yeah. If he didn't play well, he was done. Wow. Done. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they were going to go to Tyron Taylor. Tyron was going to be the bridge guy this year, and whoever they drafted or trade, whatever the hell it might have been. But Daniel proved yeah, himself. Okay, and Daniel proved himself. That's why he got. That money mm-hmm. it wasn't, and Dable endorsed. There was no way Joe and John Mara was right. signing off for that contract without Brian Dable's blessing. And guys, you talk about Saquon. We talk about this guy and this guy twice last year after games. I think it was the Chicago game, and it might have been the Indy game. I forget. It might have been Indy at the end of the year when they went to the playoff spot. Twice, I got, I'm in the locker room after the game. <clears throat> Excuse me. Dable's walking by. Dave's. He comes over. I go, fucking. I say, fuck. I'm sorry. I go, I go. Let it go. You can say, let it fly. Let it fly. All righty. Yeah. I go to Dave. I said, fucking Daniel Daves. I said, is it me? He put these fucking guys on his shoulder. He looks at me like, and it's like, he looks at me like this amazement look like, what the fuck you talking about, Chris? You know, he he looks at me and he goes, Chris, he's been doing that all fucking year for us. You know? Yeah. So I go like this. I go, oh, yeah, I guess you're right, Dave. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, all the words like, you know, you know, what Daniel did last year, he carried that team at times. He put the team on yeah. his shoulder at certain drives, used his legs, and carried them at times. That Packers game look really at that came Chicago out. Look at game. Look at the yeah, Packers yeah, game. Yeah. A long yeah. drive without Saquon. And uh, Daniel, look at – guys, look at the Colts game, that one point where I think a guy yes. – by the name of Bobby Okurike, lights him up. <laughs> lights him up. Lights. So Daniel on the Dirty same hit. drive sees the goal line, sees Bobby Okurike coming, right? Bobby's looking to take his effing head off, mm-hmm. right? Daniel lowers his shoulder and says, yeah, F you, and goes right, right in that end, right? Yep. And scores that touchdown. Yep. yep. Guys, he comes to the sideline. Dable was hugging. Dable was like – right. Like you, you saw the bro gun. You saw yeah. the bro yeah. yeah. You saw you it did. for me. So <laughs> they get back to my they get back to my original thought that Daniel's walking around. He just has that oozing confidence. This year. Like body language, see. right? Now, like, can that change? You know, first game he throws two pictures. Yeah, of right. course. Right. I'm just telling you guys what I see. That's all I could tell. 
Well, I, I know you. Were, I, I remember hearing your reports last year and saying, you know what, Daniel still he was making mistakes. You're like, yeah. I don't know if he's going to make it through. I could sense it in your voice yeah, hearing you on the pod. But now it, it seems like it, it's a different level. It's a different mm-hmm. level now. And listen, let's call a spade a spade. This is the best team he's ever been around, college or 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 you know high school or pros, period. So. Mm-hmm. Let's see what he's got with a good team around him for the first time in his career, man. I mean, again, and there's a lot of people that still don't like Daniel Jones. And and uh-huh. after seeing that his you know the entire body of work last season, it's like, how can you not see the upside in him? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. let me ask you this, Chris. Yeah. A lot of naysayers are out there. What do you want to tell them to talk them off the ledge a little bit about Daniel Jones and what you've seen so far at this yeah. point? Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, he's got weapons now. Okay, he knows he has weapons now, and here's the most important thing: two, and people don't realize how huge this is. This is year two of the same system. Yes, guys, that is so. This kid, as John Maris said, has been screwed up for his first four, three <laughs> years in the league. Yeah, you you start throwing in different coordinators, Freddie Kitchens, who should have been thrown in the kitchen. You know, yeah. you know, like Sonny, like Sonny says, put him in the bathroom. You know, he should have been put in the bathroom. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. he was horrible. Garrett, we all know, not the best, pretty stale, okay? But Dable, guys, second year in the system, he looks like a different guy, even in his OTAs compared to the last OTAs. He just knows Mm -hmm. where to go with the ball more. Everybody's on the same page, okay? He's got a tough – let me ask you this. E, we lost you. Where are you? Let me ask you this. (laughs) Do you – do you there believe? You okay. <laughs> Do you believe in Kafka and Dable? Right? Absolutely, oh, yeah. to the fullest, to the fullest. Absolutely, right? Yeah, Hefe, right. I don't hear. Do you believe in them fully? Of, of more than anyone else, yes, okay. of course. So, and they believe in Daniel, and they believe that Daniel could get the job done in their offense. That's all you need to know, okay? And I think I think Daniel. Look, I asked Daniel. I asked Daniel a couple of weeks ago at his presser. Uh, this is the first year. Are you the, is this the most excited? Because this is the first year you really got wet. <laughs> you right. know, and Daniel, you know, Daniel looked at me and he had that little half, and then he's like, then he went back to Daniel. Well, yeah. you know, it's always the same. Right, 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 right. Guys, look, how many interceptions do this year? Five? Yep. Right. right. I know the TVs yeah. won a lot, did a lot of things with his legs. Do we want him running for 700 plus yards again this year? No, I like to see that down because I want to see the TD numbers up. I mm-hmm. want to see the yards and the TD numbers. Yep, and the yards. Yep. yep. Right? Yep. So, but you got to remember something too. Kafka and Dable, they played to what they had, right? What the offensive line wasn't that good, fellas. Gave up a lot yeah. of pressures, a lot of sacks. Got rid of the ball quick, right? Get A lot of times they get rid of the ball quick. One Zone reads, yeah, Daniel yeah, right. running outside yep. the pocket, right? Yep. So if you get these guys, you know, you redraft the Schmitz kid. Hopefully Evan Neal takes that leap in year two to get Daniel, and you're going to see a lot more attacking down the field with Daniel. You know, a lot more attacking down the field. Uh, they, they they have confidence in that. They should have had a player what they had, personnel-wise, right. offensive line-wise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, That's what's mm-hmm. great about these coaches, fellas. He's not going to just sit back there and get killed, you know, and no, no adjustments made. Each game right. plan each game plan is what the other team could do and what they're doing. And it, I agree. You know, hey, guys, I've, guys, I – Trust me when I'm telling you, Beautiful. okay? Over the years, I've spoke to veterans. I've spoke to guys in the locker room talking about game plans, and they just roll their effing eyes like, oh, right. God. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Other words, mm-hmm. these coaches suck. We've you know been here yeah. about that. You, know, yep. you talk oh. to guys last year, they, and they're like, yo, they come up with stuff, you know, especially Wink, especially Wink. 
Yes. They, come, yes. they, they come up with stuff on Wednesdays in meetings. We're like, oh, God, we can't wait to get rolling in practice. You know That's what I mean? what's so, up. That's the best. So good. Yeah. In this sport, it's huge, man. It's huge. And, guys, if you can, in the chat, get in the chat, man. Ask some questions for Chris, man. And, and you know, Chris got it running a little bit. But ask some questions, man. Let's see if we can kind of bang a couple of them out. But let me say this. A lot of people, speaking of the offensive line, you got JMS now, right? Uh, and then you have Evan Neal. Can do you feel in your thoughts? Does Evan Neal find that extra step? Because he looks a little leaner now. Looks like he's a little bit more focused. So do you think he finds that extra step in year two to kind of be like a, a Andrew Thomas? Hopefully, do you think he'll find that? I think we will. Look, mm. I think I think people underestimate what a big change it is going from left tackle to right tackle. Mm, yeah, I think a lot of people think that. Oh, what's the big deal? Okay, uh, just shift him over to right tackle. He'll be fine. No, guys, it's different. You know, you got to put weight on different feet on your on your front leg now. It's a different leg. It's mm-hmm. different. St- it's everything changes. You on know, top everything of changes. getting used to the NFL speed. And uh, yeah, power yeah, power. yeah, on top of that, because in this league, El Hefe, as you know, you don't get any weeks off. This isn't Alabama yeah. where right. you know Alabama yeah. where yeah. you're playing. You know Wagner College one week and then and then you know what I mean. <laughs> In this league, shout out, shout out, league, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I went, I went yeah. to my college too, so I could knock it. Off. <laughs> my dad right? lived there too. I yeah, feel like I'm covered. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, so getting used to the speed of this league, everybody's damn good in this league. Everybody's good. Okay. Uh, you get no weeks off. Right tackle. He worked his butt off this offseason. He worked with Willie Anderson, the former Pro Bowl tackle. Okay. I expect to see a different Evan. I think you're going to see a much uh, better Evan. That's great. That's great to hear. And uh, Mark B, of course, has a question, man. You know, you know, how's Daniel Jones' accuracy as far as throwing deep? What do you think? Well, so far this offseason, he's been spot on, man. Him and Darius Slayton. Him and Darius Slayton have been – I mean, they just been like they're like their brothers, man. It's, it's so funny. In, in it's so funny because nobody thought Slayton was coming back. Everybody just written wrote him off. They're like, you know, he's going elsewhere. It's all, it's all right. But he comes back at a, at a very quiet deal. Like, they almost gets under, under the radar. Hyatt gets drafted. We almost forget. We think that he's, like, almost a forgotten man. Now he comes out, guns blazing, and, and he looks better than ever almost in practice. I mean, granted, seven on seven, we understand. But that connection, they've had it since their rookie year, those two. And it never has gone away. Um, so you love to hear a guy like Slayton, man, getting paid. And – Comes out with you know defending his his guy in in the media all the time. He's always got DJ's back. Can we talk about that for a second? Hey, can we talk about that? (laughs) Yes, we can. All right, but but guys, here's the thing. Oh, go go ahead, fam. Sorry, go ahead, brother. No, you know where I was going. So if you have something else to add first, go ahead. Hold hold on one second because we want to have Chris in the background. I know he has to run. I know he has to run. But Chris, stay in the background backstage if you can. Want to talk to you a little bit after the show if that's okay with you. But uh, guys, of course, we've reached the time. But round of applause for Chris for Giants Insider. Please, man, tell them where they can catch the pod, etc. And of course, your at Twitter is where they can find you on social media. Yeah, well, at Twitter, it's at Giant Insider. I think you put an S there. It's no S. Yeah. It's at Giant Insider. Oh, Giant, Giant Insider. Yeah, yeah. The Giants get pissed. If, if we if we use Giants, the Giants get pissed off at us. What an amateur. At Giant oh. Insider. Uh, and in the podcast, uh, Giant fixed. Insider podcast. It's fixed. I don't know what you're talking about. It's been. <laughs> there you go. I don't know who did that. i say fire that production guy. Whoever who's it is. Who's your production? Whoever yeah. you hire myself. <laughs> oh, I'll see you guys. Quick. <laughs> and thank and, you so much. Hefe, you play guitar? I do. Yes. That's Who's your ever. favorite guitarist of all time? Wow. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, 
Eric Give Clapton me. is up there for me. He's definitely wow. up there. I got a bunch of them though. Trey Anastasia is up there. Uh, nah, I'm old. You better say Hendrix, man. You better say Hendrix. You better say. Just said, yeah, I just said Hendrix. Oh, I didn't hear that. I'm 39. All right, I'm, I'm way older than you, man. But uh, who, who you got? Who you who's got? Your guys? Yeah, who's I'm your gonna guys? go. Here's my top three: Jimi Hendrix, Jimmy Page, and Eddie Van Halen. Ooh, I mean, that's, that's a good damn list. No, that's a damn good list. I, I, I like see that you're one. not going with that one. <laughs> <That's> okay, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Listen, hold on backstage, brother. We do appreciate your time. I want to talk to you just a little bit after the show, but hold on backstage. We're gonna wrap it, it up a, with the people here. It was a pleasure, gentlemen. You're Thank you so much, Chris. Person. I do appreciate you. Yep. But guys, man, what a show, man. Chris from the Giant Insider is here, yes. man. He spoke about Saquon and a list of other things that wasn't even part of the show notes. He gave to you guys and a lot of inside information mm -hmm. that should make you a little bit more comfortable about this season coming up, man, especially Daniel Jones and Saquon. You guys should feel a little bit more at ease and just take it easy. You know, feels good. Done. We've, we've been so high on the Giants. We've been like on the positive side. Like we believe that they can achieve. We believe Daniel's going to be better and all these mm -hmm. things. And you're just hearing it firsthand. This guy watches yep. the Giants every single day. He knows in these the, guys personally. The and it's just reaffirming everything that we are believing from the outside. So it's absolutely awesome. Absolutely. So shit. Let me say this, guys, too, because, of course, we did a competition to try to get us to 5,000 followers on Twitter. And uh, guess what? You guys did it, man. So here's what we're going to do. Of course, we said we want you guys to celebrate it with us. So we're going to pick out five random people that retweeted that tweet to come have a beer with us at our favorite spot. We'll give you the address, location, etc. If you cannot make it, maybe we'll slide you a little something anyway via Cash App. So we'll talk about buy that. Once we pick, we'll buy, we'll buy you a drink. drink anyway you know me if you can't show but we want you to come through come on down please man take some pictures have a good time with us we're gonna throw some napkins in the air like eli manning did that time i haven't <laughs> had some fun these guys love us over there all right yes. so come on through man we're gonna pick it around tomorrow so let's out listen out for that announcement but guys we also have another huge big announcement coming here tonight guys i'm excited about this and uh mr glass half full man come on come on man they gotta hear from Yo. you on this one they heard about me enough here you know what i mean i mean come listen on. We, we here are a positive podcast, right? So when we heard our man uh, Slayton coming out, defending Daniel Jones, he told everybody, I will have no DJ slander on my timeline. And you know what? That resonated the fuck out of it. Uh, uh, so we were like all in. We're like, it won't be we, tolerated. We will not have <laughs> DJ slander anymore, okay? And we thought so much of it. And we wanted to put it on a motherfucking shirt for y'all. All right? All right? <laughs> right. So right. we might have done something like that for you guys. And we're going to show you a little, little, little sneak peek of what we got, maybe. Let's, Let's show drop a little it. sneak peek there. No DJ slander, guys. Go cop your merch right now. It is all New York Revival.spiritsale.com. Well, you got this cool revival merch there anyway. Now you get the no DJ slander. So everybody that supports Daniel Jones, you need to be rocking this this season, man. Because guess what? We're gonna take zero tolerance for Daniel Jones, especially when you just heard no Chris, right? He's come on. You, you just heard First what Chris report. is. Daniel Jones is gonna take another leap. I keep telling y'all. Get on the train now before I pull the hell out the station, all right? We had it. No DJ Slender. Go. go cop that merch right now. If you don't got it, I don't know what the hell you waiting for, all right? And, man, that is the show. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
I got oh, yeah, two guys, nuggets. Give me updates, please. First of all, it's seven six in the Subway Series. We got a Subway Series going on tonight. It's, it's a it's a doozy. It's a barn burner out there at uh, City Field. Um, yeah, Yankees are winning seven six. Yankees are winning. We'll give it to right now. Six inning. We're gonna talk a little bit more about that as 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 the weeks go on. Yankees mess throughout the summer. We'll just touch on that a little bit. But another one thing for you guys: the New York Rangers hired another head coach, Peter Lavalette. Yeah, it happened. It happened, people. The Rangers hired another coach. About time. Hey, listen, Galante, I'm sorry. I'm listen, sorry. It had to get done, Spee. Uh, for sure. Does it move the needle for for uh, us? Not so much, man. He's been around the. He's he's just a, he's he's a guy that's been around the league for a lot of Stanley years. Stanley Cup winner with Carolina, right? Stanley Cup winner. He won the conference finals, the Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals. He's had some winning wins under his belt. But man, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if he's a guy that take us to the next level. Um, we're gonna I'm, tell I'm, right away after at the first yeah. game, Speed. We're gonna yeah, tell well, right yeah. away if he's that guy. If they <sighs> we need them to play aggressive how it was before, but we need to find we'll an extra motor. If you want for checking, love let your guy. He's gonna make those guys get after people. So and you know what though? Not only that, you see when they were up in the series, they, they kind of took a step back and was playing more defensive prevent, like in a way. Yeah. Like he, you gotta see him keep attacking. We're gonna we're yes. gonna find out this season if they're, hey. they're those type of guys that step up to kind of do that. We're gonna see. We got, young, we got young guys that need developing too, like high draft Absolutely. picks that we expected to be stars by this point, and they're not, and that's why you need I, the right guy. In here. I don't know if he's going to be the guy or not to do that. We'll see. I was just about to I, say, I'm not questions. sure. Mm-hmm. I got my questions, mm-hmm. but listen, but we'll see. He's, he's our guy. He's our guy, and, and jury picked him, and, and he's tied his fucking uh, his career to it. So hey, because uh, we can't keep throwing money out the problem, we got to start developing these guys, right, Speed? And again, the question is: see that is he that proper coach to do it? And we're already saying, I don't know, I don't know. Man. Like, something has to give. Something right, has right, to right, give right. here. You know what I mean? Yeah, so right. let's get it together because we just can't keep throwing money at these veterans that is just, oh, they're Hall of Famers, but they, they got potential. To, we can't. Mm-hmm. We can't. We got to mm-hmm. start developing these young guys. But let's yeah. see, man. I'm sorry. I'm hey, passionate. Listen, I'm passionate we, here. I'm sorry. We're going to get more into We got a lot of summer to worry about. But, hey, listen, we're Giants right now. We're starting to get into the season. We're, we're, we're hit you guys with baseball, hit you with hockey later on. But it's Giants football right now. It's Giants football. No more DJ Sander. Let's get it. No more. Top that merch, man. No more. And of course, man, we got to wrap up the show, guys. We thank you for spending your Tuesday night with us, man. And we're just going to end this really quick, man. It's your boy, Eli Rax, a.k.a. Vibes. And I'm signing out on behalf of my brothers, Mr. Glass Half Full of Nets. Spee, if you nasty now. Hey. Yeah, there we go. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother AOFA, aka White Jersey, aka Blue Jersey, aka Damon Daniel. And cop that merch, man. No DJ slander. Peace and blessings. Y'all be well. We'll see you on the next one. Peace. Go get this merch.